Blaine and Mickey, 104.5 The Zone. Yeah, you make a bunch of notes on Sunday night about Victory Monday and all this stuff. And Titans are the number one seed in the AFC, which is true, and the fifth seed in the NFL, which is true. Get ready to talk about all that. And then this morning, some rumblings out there about Derrick Henry. And then the uh, dam starts to break with information. that He has a, a, a foot injury and will miss some time and We've been monitoring the situation all day. If you want to call in and talk, maybe you've talked to uh, J. Martin Ramon or Buck about it. You want to talk to us. Uh, we are here. We are here to talk you through the whole afternoon. Um, this, as Lucas Panzica said, the most recent thing uh, that has come out, Ian Rappaport rap sheet saying Derrick Henry will have foot surgery tomorrow, which Mike Vrabel said in his media availability. Here's the number per rap sheet. Six to ten weeks, he will be out. Six would be quite fast, he said. Eight is more likely. Either way, Tennessee expects him to be back this season. So for everybody saying, okay, we get it that he's hurt. Oh, my gosh, what are we going to do now? Well, this is rap sheet saying the probability is that he will be back this season. They have nine games left. They haven't had a bye week, so there are ten games left in the season before the playoffs would start. I will say this, Blaine, and you're our resident physician, so we count <laughs> right, on you yeah, for, right. for all this stuff. Just before we finish this first segment, I want you to talk about this because you played in one. What's going on in the locker room? Because, like, people are just panicking around town. What's going on in the locker room? Absolutely nothing. Business as usual? Yeah. Yep. Absolutely nothing. I mean, I, you know, you you can only do what you can do and control what you can control. Now, will they have to play better as a team? Uh, yeah, absolutely. That, that That's going to happen. Everybody's going to have to raise their game up. But there's no individual person saying, oh, I have to do more. Right. You know, well, if you weren't doing more before, you can't do any more now. So what, what, I mean, so it's up to the organization to figure out the, the plan and move forward, and then you rally around whatever that plan is right. for the running back position, whether it's running back by committee, you bring somebody in, uh, you know, you, maybe you change a little bit of some of the things that you do. Uh, but you don't change who you are. Everybody, oh, you know, I'm watching ESPN, and I, I love, uh, what's the quarterback's name? Orlovsky. Yeah, yeah he, he does a good job. But, you know, I don't I don't think you lose your identity. I, I think he got it wrong. And it's easy to say that mm-hmm. uh, completely. Your identity is we run the football. You don't change that because then now you would do exactly what Frank Wright did in the game they just played in. You put it all on Carson Wentz, and then that's what happened. Now you're throwing 54 one times, and then you're going to make mistakes, and he's going to do something silly and dumb. So I think you stick with who you are. You don't try to make them Derrick Henry. There is not another Derrick Henry. We know that. But you stick to what your plan is in style. Maybe you implement some things that fix their style of running a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But I think you stick with who you are. That, you know, you're physical, smashing them out. You just probably won't have the breakaway runs like, you know, the king. Uh, and – to think that he's going to be back this season for that kind of injury for a guy who plants and breaks a lot, I, I would say not. I, I would, uh, if he's back in the playoffs, oh, yeah, who? And I want to be 100% sure if I'm the head coach that my stud running back is, uh, there's no question if he went back out there. It's always a, a chance that he could re-injure it. But those injuries, I've known players with those injuries have come back in six, eight, Ten weeks and re-injure it, then they have to go back in there and put another rod in there on the fifth metacarpal. But basically, it's your 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 pinky foot, you know, on your on your hand. Let's say your pinky on your hand was yep. out there on your foot. Yep. And uh, so it's a finicky energy. I mean, injury and that uh, unpredictable on how you know guys come back. 
it's really unpredictable. Even if he feels great, it just sometimes it just don't work out. Has to go get fixed. Good example of that is Mixon. Uh, I think the running back for the Bengals had it last year. He looks like he's come back and looks like no issue, yeah. right? See, but he had a whole off season, a whole whatever, how much time he missed in the season. And I don't know when he actually got the injury. We had Javon Curse have the injury. We had Yancey Thigpen have the injury. Um, you know, there there's some guys that have had a you know different training staff. Uh, technology is a little bit better and yeah. things what you do to it. Uh, but Dickman really never recovered because he got it twice because he came back and then it re-injured it. It broke the rod in there. Mm. And then they had to go back and fix it again. Oh. Uh, so, you know, this is it's, a, it's one that you say we're going to err on the side of caution and we got to move forward and see where we're going to go. I know they're, they're saying they're working out Adrian Peterson. As a report this morning, yeah. Uh, you know, who could uh, somewhat be a similar role as Henry in that he's just a runner and maybe get screens type, you know, player uh, at this point of his career. So that's, you know, I, I kind of like the uh, Dante Foreman. I, I like what I saw in him last year. Uh, I think you don't have to change anything, kind of mix and maybe pick up the carries with McNichols a little bit. But I want to keep McNichols in that role if you can. Don't Don't make him the number one guy. Keep him there and just give him – you know, a couple more drives and series. Then now you may catch defenses off guard because they're not going to put eight guys in the box. But I would because I think Vrabel is going to stick to who he wants his identity his team to be, and that's to run the football, regardless of who is at running back. Mm-hmm. If you have an elite one, you're definitely going to do it. Yeah. But this is the style that you want. You can't just change your style of who you are in the middle of a season. Uh, so what are you going to do now? Spread it out and throw it around? Yeah, you make it do it for a game or two to get by. Uh, but you got to figure out ways to win games, and I think they're going to stick with what they know. Or don't try to be something that you're not. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I like Foreman. I, I like the, even the kid for uh, Tampa Bay, uh, Jones. He's a little different style back. Uh, Ronald Jones. But uh, yeah, you don't, you don't go crazy. Good for the Titans in that if it happened, it happened before the trade deadline. And do you really want to trade for a running back? And that's, you know, what are you giving up? Or is this a rental? Can you get by with guys that are out there? You know, especially with the way this, you know, offensive line run blocks. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know if I would do it. I mean, there's some guys out there, too. Uh, TJ Yeldon. There's some good, there's some good solid running backs out there. You can find some. Uh, you don't have to trade. I mean, if they wanted to trade, like if you're gonna go all in and trade, then see what's up with Melvin Gordon. He can catch and run, depending on rotation. That's not gonna happen. Yeah, you know. Uh, so yeah, unfortunate though. It's a you know Debbie Downer over a huge win over the Colts. That was an up and down roller coaster, exciting game uh, to watch, and then uh, for the Titans to play. Be three AFC, you know, really good teams in a row. So something we haven't seen in a in a long time, really. Uh, so that was exciting, but man, our bubble was busted with the king. We all know the king is the team. <laughs> Just the unquestioned best player on the team, the unquestioned MVP of this team. Uh, you know, a guy who literally we were wondering why wasn't he getting more MVP consideration? Uh, amazing thing, I think I saw the stat from Emily Proud. From the first time they looked at him and took off his shoe and looked at him, he had 26 carries after that. So he, he played, you know, 26 of his carries on whatever this is going on with his foot that they're fixing. I mean, but does that, does that, that I mean, that doesn't amaze me. Being that I've been on that field, that doesn't amaze me, though. Yeah. Because your adrenaline is high. You think you can fight through it. You, 
you actually don't know a lot about injuries as a player. You think, ah, remember I told you I broke my form. I thought it was a bruise. Yeah. Well, he probably thought somebody, oh, I felt like somebody just stepped on my foot real hard. Yep. You know, he he, he probably, he, I mean, I can, I can manage to do just a little eh, uncomfortable when I when I step and I run. Uh, so, you know, that, that that's not surprising that he had those carries afterwards at all. Uh, you know, for a guy that's as good as he is and it's tough. So, yeah. Unfortunately, you know, you will never know. Oh, if he would have stopped it without it, would have kept the injury for getting anywhere. Well, once you had the injury, you have the injury. Uh, you know, so it didn't look like it was you know bothering him to a point where he was limping out there. It didn't look like he was limping. He may not have that other gear you wanted him to have, or you know, I I I didn't see the injury actually when it happened initially. I even went back and watched the game today, and I still Couldn't can't find it. Like. Maybe there and maybe here, but I thought the coach did a great job of tackling. Might have been on par with the Jets and where they were tackling. That could have been because Henry was, you know, a little nicked up, but at the time, we don't know that. So the other guys that they have, they have Jeremy McNichols on the roster. They have Makai Sargent and Dontrell Hilliard on the practice squad. That's because, as we talked about yesterday, a whole lot. Um, Darrington Evans went on IR for the second time, so he's done. Yeah, you, yeah, that's what you said. So, and we were going off the air yesterday, and we were discussing not even knowing. I mean, we knew that Derrick Henry was beat Titans up. Titans radio after the Titans, yeah. So, we're yeah. finishing up the postgame show, uh, Blaine and Kevin Dyson and me, and we were just saying, gosh, what if he's nicked up a little bit? Do you, you go and maybe – he misses a game or two. Is yeah. We kind of, you know. Because and, we literally discussed that scenario. What I – mean, he didn't quite look like himself, didn't have his burst. What if they need somebody for a couple of games? Well, the trade deadline's tomorrow. And, you know, we came up with the name Deontay Foreman, who had been here last year. and had Who's built, out on the market. He's, he's not even... just at home. He played six games for the Titans last year. We were really all – this guy was a third-round pick out of Texas. Oh, yeah. He, he slimmed down and yeah. uh, played for the Texans. Yes, from uh, Texas to the he, Texans. He was with the Falcons this past uh, preseason. And uh, – Man, I, I thought he would have a shot, especially in that system there that he knows with Arthur Smith, but didn't work out. I, you know, hey, man. A lot of people going to love the name, big name, AP. You know, they're going to love AP. And, uh, hey, bring him in here see how he looks. Uh, what is he, about 36 or so? He's 36. So. At 600 yards for the Lions last year. I don't think people even knew he was he was on the Lions last year. Oh, I year. thought he had 704. I thought somebody tweeted I might have missed He had up. 604 rushing yards and 100 receiving PBR, yards. Okay. So at 704 or so the ball. He total yards. Yeah. I mean, he does. He, here's a 36-year-old guy who, who does. He's very similar. Who's another freak of nature just at the end. Yes, he is. That, there you go. That's what he is. And does he have enough to to finish off and help you get to where you're trying to get to. Uh, so I, I wouldn't be opposed to that. Uh, I probably would bring in a couple guys, but I wouldn't give up a lot of uh, equity and draft picks and stuff like that. Not at, at running back. Now, you know, they may believe that they can get by with the guys they have by committee. Whether it's uh, McNichols, Sergeant, or the Hilliard kid. Uh, I don't know. I've never, I, I don't know much about, uh, Hilliard, as well as uh, Sergeant, what we saw in preseason, who I thought uh, ran really hard. Uh, so running back is one of those positions that it translates even if you're like a practice squad player mm -hmm. or a guy that you were sitting at home on the streets because 
you can't teach running. <laughs> you either know how to do it or not at running back in the National Football League. So uh, it's the protections and things of that nature that are hard for the running back to transition. But when it comes to just running the football, uh, it's an instinctive deal and where it's intended to go, and you just try to play off of that. So I, I think you can transition a guy like that uh, from practice squad for spot duty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think for people to make fun of people that are on a practice squad, it's really – and think that they can't play. Well, Maven was on the practice squad. You, you, you thought he was good enough to – he started. Yeah, well, the guys are capable. Not to say that they're capable to be Derrick Henry. Let's not get that confused. Nobody and nobody is capable of being him. But can they – in sparing times, hold the fort till you figure out how you want to go about this. Mm-hmm. Whether it's uh, a guy like AP to uh, Dante Foreman, a guy sitting at home, or a trade for somebody else that you give up a little, you know, a little bit. So, uh, which I, I wouldn't do, but it's a running back. I think you can get by with a running back. I think, you know, the guys are going to step up or, or, or Tannehill and, and Julio Jones, really, at, at the end of the day. <laughs> that's it. Everybody else just got to do their job. Mm-hmm. Got to find other ways to win, and you're still going to stick with who you are. Guess what? Now a lot of teams are probably going to play a lot of, let's say, two deep. Let's just sure. keep it basic, not eight men in the box. Right. Well, guess what? Maybe you'll still be able to run with the running backs you have. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then maybe it'll make your third downs a little bit easier because now you're at third and four and five, just like you would have been with Derrick Henry. You just didn't use one guy to get there. You use multiple guys. You use the running back. You use a sharp passing game with the tight end. Or maybe uh, Julio Jones because he's a big target. It's hard to get him down, you know, and some shorter routes. Find other ways to manipulate and do the things that he did just from a team perspective and not just a one-guy perspective. And that's not easy to figure out, by the yeah. way. But I think they can with the, you know, with the offense they have I think they can, and, the, and the players they have. Sure. Got to keep – got to get Julio healthy, though. I mean, you – you're paying them all that money to do something. Okay, let's see it now. They need you. Well, I'm glad you said it just like that. Just because we need you don't mean you're healthy all of us. I know. And that's what happens is pressure busts pipes. Yep. And they press to get you out there sooner than later. And that's how guys don't get healthy uh, and play the way they need to play. Well, let's hope that he's ready sooner than later, though, for sure, that hamstring. Uh we're going to do our Ding Dong of the Week segment. Mark Spain sponsors that. We'll do that coming up. We'll also continue to take phone calls, 615-737-1045. You want to talk about any of this? Who do you want him to trade for? Heck, let us know. Do you not want him to trade for anybody? What's the best case scenario to you for the Titans now that uh, the news is Derrick Henry will miss anywhere from six to ten weeks? Uh, that is per Ian Rappaport. We'll have surgery tomorrow on his foot. We're going to be talking about it all day. Blaine and Mickey, 104.5 The Zone. Blaine and Mickey, 104.5 The Zone. Again, the big news, uh, Derrick Henry will be out an unspecified length of time. Ian Rappaport says it could be from six to ten weeks. The Titans have exactly ten weeks left in the regular season, nine games. And a bye, um, a lot of speculation about who they might or might not pick up, uh, who they might or might not trade for. There's a bunch of trade targets that have been thrown out there. Who are Uh, those guys? I saw Schefter had a whole bunch. Uh, Tevin Coleman, David Johnson, or Philip Lindsay. Coleman is with the Jets. Johnson and Philip Lindsay are both with the Texans. They've got every running back in the 
nation, it seems like. Tyson Williams, who's with the Ravens. Melvin Gordon, although most people are saying he'd be off limits. They're still playing for a lot, but his name's been thrown out there. Ronald Jones of the Bucks seems like a pretty prominent name. You mentioned him off the top of the show. Mike Davis with the Falcons is a name that I've seen. Rashad Penny of Seattle is a name that I've seen. Uh, I've seen Cordero Patterson or Mike Davis of uh, – well, I said Mike Davis already. Cordero Patterson, also a name possibly – Yep. Man, that's a positive deal they got going with him. Yeah. Oh, he's probably off limits, but I have at least seen him on a, a wish list. I think it was one of the Broadway sports guys who had mentioned Cordero Patterson. Rap Sheet says the Titans are actually working out Adrian Peterson. He's 36. He played for the Lions last year. He was 156 carries for 604 yards. He had seven touchdowns, and he was 12 for 107 uh, receptions. At, at, well, he was 35 then, so 36 now, Adrian for Peterson. 10 games, right? Yeah. Yeah. What about? Uh, well, no, I think he played in every game. Oh, he played in every game. Okay. Yeah. What is uh? Where is the other old guy? <laughs> Frank Gore. Is he with anybody this year? I mean, man, he's played forever. He he would never go away. He's kind of a guy that could uh, fit in a little bit too. If you want to go old. Yeah. Um. He is definitely old, but dude is one of the three people walking the earth. Frank Gore has sixteen thousand rushing yards. He's got more rushing yards than Adrian Peters, who's fourteen and change. Frank Gore. And he's AP just is piled what, up yards. All time? I think he's third now. Oh, third. He's exactly 16,000 rushing yards. Mm. Played for the Jets last year. All right, so there's, there's, there's options. I, he's 38. Know, may not be Frank Gore. <laughs> he had more rushing yards than Adrian Peterson last year. He had 653. Uh, rushing, uh, yeah. He had 653 rushing. Yeah, the, both of them will be fresh, but uh, I'm not real big on, on the names. Just I'm about production, so they at least did production last year, probably in some tough situations, which is, you know, pretty good. They still got something, but uh, probably, man, ooh, this is a tough one. AP or Frank Gore, if you don't go that route, man, I'm still Dante Foreman, man. I, I, I like what I saw. They probably, he won't even give it a sniff. He may be out of shape. I have no idea since he hasn't been anywhere since training camp. Yeah. I mean, he's a free agent. It, it would cost you essentially nothing to bring him in. You don't have to trade for him. You, it costs you no assets to acquire him. Yeah. He was, he, he was all right last year, man. I, I like what I saw. Well, I mean, a, a plane ticket to get him in here and look at him. I would absolutely do see that. if he's in shape at see, least. See what kind of shape he's in for sure. Let's take some of these phone calls on a Mark Spain Real Estate yeah, Hotline. If they got any suggestions, too, let us know because, hey, man, we're baffled here, too. And a lot of people talking about Tony Pollard from uh, the Memphis kid that's with the Cowboys. I don't think that's going to happen, but, man, uh, I just don't know if the Titans are willing to give up picks yeah. or running back, a rented running back, too, at that. Yeah, probably just try to mine every other possibility first. Workout foreman and perhaps you reported that Adrian Peterson workout is a go. So I mean, literally, they're looking at guys who are not currently in. The well, league. I said workout for him. I don't, I don't know yeah. if that's what they're gonna do. Yeah. <laughs> but again, all it costs is a what plane ticket to get him in. You know, yeah. I mean, well, it seems easy, but yeah, maybe he's in good shape. Uh, Joey in Nashville, maybe he's in good shape. Joey, thanks for calling Blaine and Mickey. Hey, man, how you guys doing? Doing all right. How are you? Doing really good. Yeah, man, I'm pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Thank you. You know, I, this whole this whole Derek Henry thing, it's got me flushed or two. Cause it, on one hand, it sucks, but on another hand, it gives us another option, too. And I think with Tannehill, he's getting more comfortable in the pocket. Yeah, he's taking, he's taking a lot of sacks lately, but I think he's getting a little more comfortable in the pocket. And if our receivers just keep connecting with them, I think we will do okay without Derek Henry. I hate to say that, and I love him to death. But he's, He's one of the best running backs we've had since, I would probably say, um, 
Oh, what's his name? Throw me a bone here. Was it quarterback or running back? I, I he was breaking up the whole time we lost him. Um, I, I, I had a hard time understanding. Sorry about that. Uh, you were breaking up and, and we couldn't hardly understand you. Let's uh, let's give Connor in Nashville a shot. Maybe we'll uh, be able to hear him a little bit better. Connor, thanks for calling Blaine. And hey, Mickey. what's going on, guys? Hey, hey. Uh, first off, uh, Blaine, you probably remember me from your son's day, son's days at Brentwood. Um, huh? but anyway, um. If I'm the Titans, I don't think trading for a running back would make sense because you that running back would know he's a rental and he'd pro- probably be gone next season. Um, I think Adrian Peterson will make sense. I think he's like, what, sixth, all, sixth all-time NFL rushing leader. Um, but there is one name that I've thought about all day, somebody who's uh, sat at home. He's gotten himself prepared all year. Uh, he had a couple of hiccups over the past couple of seasons, but – if you're the Titans, what do you think about Todd Gurley? Do you think you bring Todd Gurley in here? Um, and, Blaine, you mentioned the injury would be six to ten weeks, so Todd Gurley could get us through the rest of the uh, regular season, and there is still a chance that Henry could be back in time for the playoffs. Todd Gurley. Well, first of all, I would, uh, I'm, I'm, if I'm coaching, I'm going to assume that Derrick Henry is not playing this season. That, that's where I'm going. Uh, that's just how you get it. You got to work like that now, don't you? You have to work like that, and hopefully you're wrong and that he can be back uh, at some point in time uh, during the season, whether it's in the playoffs or what have you. So that's kind of the framework I would have because I want to make sure my star set of running back is healthy, and I'm not going to force the issue. Uh, uh, Even if he says he's ready, I may wait another week or two. Yep. That's just how I'm going to approach that now. What were you saying about oh, who did he say? Oh, Gurley. Todd Gurley. How how good did Gurley do his last year with the Falcons? He was with the Falcons, wasn't he? He was. I would be nervous that he's he's just not. He's still that knee is still lingering. He never was the same. At least you know with AP and and, and Gore, you're going to go veteran guy. They're pretty durable. At least you know they're straight line guys. Haven't had any issues with the the injuries. Gurley hasn't been right since he had the knee injury. Really, I mean, he is a special talent. When he was, oh my God, he was one night. He was here. He hurdled somebody, and oh, I remember it was in, oh. that. That guy was he what was, was all charts. He was rookie of the year in 2015. He had two Pro Bowls 2017, 2018. I think he scored 17 touchdowns in 2018, uh, 2019 with the Rams, 857 yards. Then, as you said, 2020 with the Falcons, he was. Uh, he played in 15 games, 195 carries, 678 yards, nine touchdowns for Todd Gurley. Caught 25 passes for 164 yards. So a little more productive, a little more than Frank Gore or mm-hmm. Adrian Peterson. And then last year he didn't play at all? No, that was, that was, that was 2020. 2020 in Atlanta, yeah. And this year, out there. I haven't heard his name come up a lot. I just don't know where he's at mentally and – Shape wise, just it seems like he's he's done. I mean, he hasn't been mentioned. A guy who with that kind of talent was good. Even when you start, you drop off. People are still talking. Hey, we can bring him in later down the road. I just on that one there, that was a tough one. I, I have to actually see him work out. And we're gonna go. We're gonna go deep, and I'm a I'm a I'm a work him. Let me see if he's ready because he he's a special player, and he's still still young to a certain extent at running back. He's only 27 years old. Yeah, just turned 27. Couple months ago, see how that see, and that tells me everything I need to know. Yeah, he fell off quick. Oh, and I don't like that. 
It makes me nervous. Why? There's something going on there. Even I thought, oh, okay, he's going to go with the Falcons. Pretty much kind of like a home team. He played at Georgia. You'd think he'd be pumped up. And he was, you know, he played solid, but he never could recapture what he was. And that's, that's bad because he was competing against himself. I mean, at the yeah. end of the day, which you show he had still a solid season last year just by yeah. the stats. Not bad. I didn't think he did well at all. I, I didn't even recall that. I wasn't watching the Falcons, though, but. There's some guys out there, though. So, yeah, keep, you know, calling in and, uh, you know, give us some ideas of what you think the Titans should do. But I think they're going to go by committee. Mm-hmm. I don't think you change who you are. You may do throw the ball a little bit more. You may, you know, get the Titans involved a little bit more in the passing game. But you still got to stick with who you are. Maybe you, you know, uh, maybe you run because now there are options to run. When I say that, I'm talking about maybe most teams now won't play you like it's Derrick Henry. Yeah. And they'll play you straight up and maybe cover two is out there. And then now all of a sudden you have one less guy in the box. The running game continues to have some success to a certain extent. So you have to fill that out as a coordinator. How are our teams approaching you now? Because who you're playing against is actually the coordinators mm-hmm. and Vrabel's style and what they want to do. And he still wants to run the football. I don't think they're going to get around that. Teams who scout them, they just don't have the you know elite great one, the king. And, and Rabel said today, you know, hey, we're not going to start throwing it around 45 times a game. And I looked, since Ryan Tannehill's been the starting quarterback, they've only had five games where he had 40 or more attempts. They're going to do what they do. You, well, 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 Henry was in the backfield, by the way, at that time. Yeah. yeah. You may lean on him a little bit more, but don't think that you can get away with doing that every freaking game. That Feels is. like you're getting killed at, at, yeah. at the current state of this whole yeah, By the way, yeah, he took a couple of shots there. He did. You uh, feel a little sore today. Yeah, his uh, neck snapped a little bit late in that game, and he stayed out there. And that was a well, that was a uh, my next door neighbor when I was a kid used to call that a slobber knocker. I mean, that was just a heavyweight fight that went into overtime again. Three overtimes this team has played. Yeah, so seventeen games are going to play, and they've already played well, essentially they, three extra periods. Eighteen. Yeah, well, they are. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they are because they played three more quarters. Basically, you're right. You said that yesterday on the post game. Yeah, this is this tough. You know, you know, the, to the caller who's talking about they have, uh, you know, they can throw the ball more and rely on Tanny Hill. Well, I mean, if you watch the Titans, I mean, AJ Brown had 11 targets. He caught the ball 10 times for 155. The next person, yeah, he got targeted five times and only caught four balls, and that was uh, tight end. Yeah, soccer. Yeah. So, so it's just like. They, they, Julio is the linchpin here. He's just, I mean, they need it. Because now, guess what? If you can't run the football, now they double A.J. Brown. Some other people are going to have to step up. I, I, rely, I think Julio, they're not going to double A.J. Brown. They're not going <laughs> to do it, man. His reputation, and he still has got enough to, to take over games. I know we haven't seen it. We have not. But we've seen glimpses, so we just got to keep him on the field. I, I know that he's just said that the coach is trying everything they can, trying to rest him in the you know at times throughout a game, unless you know unless you're out, you know still in the game. But fourth quarter, they're trying to hold him back. So yeah, this is it's gonna be a tough task. But just think, athletes look at this as a challenge. Mm-hmm. Every single one of the players on the Titans are looking at this as a challenge. Offense and defense, special team, and rise up and show, oh, we can still win without him. I mean, he's he's our guy, but we can still win. They'll, they'll come out fired up, trust me. There is no 
you know, one player that makes an NFL team. It, it's just impossible. Those linemen didn't block. That he, Henry couldn't get any yards. Yeah. Now, is a regular running back, would he have took it, taken it 80? Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> Might have only got 40. So that's the difference. They still have a really good offensive line run blocking for sure. So, yeah, I think they got a shot. Let's get Eric in Spring Hill up next. Eric, thanks for uh, calling Blaine and Mickey. Appreciate it. Hey, guys. How y'all doing? Good. 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 Hey, uh, so I think we should stick with Makai Sargent, give him a chance, and then go ahead and sign AP and have him in a supporting role. And then, like you said, uh, Blaine, uh, we put uh, – uh, McNichols. McNichols, keep giving him the touches that uh, oh, uh, that you were talking about. Maybe a couple more, but that's all I got. So, yeah, thank you, Eric. It sounds like that's what they're thinking. Mm-hmm. And uh, UCAP, I mean, he he's a human specimen too now. Just like just like the king, he just got a little more tread on the tires. So that's probably. I mean, with them having them work out so quickly and that name to get out there. Trust me, that's about his agent. Uh, but that, I, I wouldn't be, man, I wouldn't be opposed to that one. I probably bring in a couple guys, to be honest, to work out. I and would, I, and I would have them. I would have three guys. Two of them, I'm thinking, okay, we we like one of these two, but I'm bringing in three that I all like, and then I'm all having them work out together, so I can see them side by side. Mm-hmm. And then I want to see when I run them into the ground, who's got enough left in the tank? You can rest tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow's the day off. You can get in the cold tub. Because if you work one guy now, it's not. It's a lot of reps for one guy. Is it common though that you would maybe have three guys work in and say, "Let's get you out there and, and let's put all three of you through your paces"? Uh, I've watched through the window a few times, so I could say, "Yeah, yeah." Nah. And I was there rehabbing, yeah, <laughs> myself, sure. but yeah, uh, just uh, yeah. I think it makes it a little more competitive, uh, and sometimes those those workouts can kind of help you or hurt you. And even even though, it, you know, you could have had a bad day, but that doesn't mean you were the better player and they end up choosing the guy who had a better day. That happens all the time with kickers. You know, oh, the kicker had a great day when we tried him out. Well, let's go watch the tape of right. him too now. So this, these guys are sitting at home. So, y'all, I want to check out shape. Who's serious? Who's been all in? I'm getting a, I'm getting on a team. I know I am. It's just kind of amazing that uh, AP is still – this motivated to still play. I mean, man. Well, what, I mean, you're in a, would you say he's in the top five? People uh, calling in six, and I, I don't know what number he is, but man. Oh, man. Sheesh. Let me cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs here in a minute there, uh, AP, man. <laughs> wow. Wow. I would have never imagined that he would still be playing in 2021. That shows you the type of, you know, freak of a nature type guy he is. Let's see. He is – I can get this real quick, and uh, and I'll tell you where he ranks. The caller, I think, said fifth or sixth. Yeah. And that sounds right because I, I do think Frank Gore is third. Yeah. See, I'd like to have Frank Gore in too. You know, they might even have him on the radar. He may not be the style guy they're looking for. But, yeah. Rushing yards, he is career number five, 14,820. And Gore has 1,600, you said? Gore has exactly 16,000. He hit that last year. Uh, Adrian Peterson is – Barry Sanders is 15,269. So he's – what's that? 
49 yards or so behind Barry Sanders. Maybe that's his motivation. It is. Hey, man, I'm going to pass Barry Sanders. Call me. That is it. Well, I got nine games. Yeah, call me. He's call a, me. Let me get it. Dudes, they, they look at it. He's trying to get to there. Yep. yep. He's going to catch Frank Gore at this point, I don't think. But yeah. he could get he could get Barry Sanders. Hey, man, outrush Barry Sanders. That's I think that's what he wants on his resume. Yeah, yeah. All right, when we come back, that's, that's uh, we get, we got to do our ding-dong of the week. We'll also continue to take phone calls. Lines are loaded, 615-737-1045. Mark Spain, uh, real estate hotline is full. We'll take calls all day, anytime we got a chance. And, uh, again, coming up next, ding-dong of the week on Blaine and Mickey. Playing to Mickey, 104.5 The Zone. Y'all got any uh, extra tricks on making a migraine go away? Tweet us at Blaine and Mickey, 104.5 The Zone. Uh, just at Blaine and Mickey, or you can call us here at 104.5 The Zone. I got the biggest one I've had in a long time today. It feels like my face is melting. Oh, so, you got the biggest ding-dong? Uh, no, I got the oh. biggest headache, but it is oh. time for ding-dong of the oh, week. Okay. Sure. Yeah, I was getting confused. MarkSpain.com. <laughs> That's where you go to get a guaranteed offer on your home and start packing. Uh, we appreciate Mark Spain sponsoring this. Time for Ding Dong of the Week. We'll give our Ding Dongs, and then we'll take some more of these phone calls about Derek Henry. And if you got a Ding Dong, you can call in, too, when, slip when the a line gets available. Right, slip a Ding Dong in as well. <laughs> Lucas Panzica, Ding Dong of the Week. What you got? I have this thousands is- of Ding Dongs this week. Wow. My, my Ding Dongs of the Week are every single Colts fan that started streaming out of Lucas Oil Stadium the moment Carson Wentz threw that pick six to Elijah Molden. They showed oh, it on the wow. TV broadcast. Mike Keith, Coach Mack, we're talking about the way that that stadium started to empty out yep. in that moment. And, Mickey, you and I were in here. We looked at each other like, dude, there's 90 seconds left in the game. It's a one-possession game. There's plenty of time for them to get another P.I. And that's exactly what happened. Oh, and we, wow. They went to overtime. And yeah. the Colts should have won the game, to be quite honest. They had many chances to. So, my ding-dongs of the week are for fans, uh, the fans in Indy that left thinking the game was over when their team was getting the ball back with a minute and a half left down seven. You can't leave, guys. You can't. You can't leave a game early. You don't. There were people who left the Music City Miracle game early. Now, accountability is important. I did leave the Tennessee game when stuff started flying onto the field, and technically that game was not over. Tennessee had three timeouts left, but 30-minute delay, I had to get out of there. There was mustard raining down, so I'm okay. excusing myself from that one. Oh, By the way, oh man. Okay, I give you a ding-dong. You are that. 100% a ding-dong for admitting that. <laughs> That's fair. You can't call them out and go, well, I did the same That's thing. That's fair. I was afraid of stuff. mustard. He was afraid, you know, of mustard. He's not afraid of mustard. He's been hit with worse than that. Bottle. I mean, it was plastic. It wouldn't hurt you that bad. Uh, Blaine Bishop, uh, ding dong, what you got? I'm just going with ding dong of uh, another nature, and that is <laughs> refereeing is tough. But I mean, man, come on. I don't know how we can make refereeing better. I'm not a big complainer of anything of the refs, but I keep seeing major, major. F-ups all over the place. Yeah, so I, I'm just, I don't know, what, maybe make them full-time and then they do a lot of training and you got to make sure they meet their training requirements or something. I don't care if it's a running test. If you can't make it, you can't be a good ref. You're not in the right position to see the call. So I don't know. They need to do something because having replay is not helping them. They had to even do a replay on a catch. It was easy. Everybody saw it in the whole stadium but them. And Vrabel called them out for that. Like, how many referees do you need on the field? Because we want 10 of them out there? Whatever it takes. And a replay guy. None of them got it right. Vrabel said right in the middle of the field. He caught a ball, and I had to challenge to get the catch. Yeah. 
People's lives depend on some of these referees, man. They got they got to do better. Got to do better. Uh, uh okay. Some, well, is some breaking news? Yeah, we don't have to speculate anymore. Well, with, with the Titans. Well, what's the breaking news sound? Let's hear it. Well, we got the breaking. Breaking Titans news on 104.5 The Zone. That's very nice. Yeah, uh, hey, Ian Rappaport. That shouldn't, that's not making my head hurt worse at all on my headphones. Uh, Ian Rappaport, source, the Titans are signing reagent running back Adrian Peterson, putting him on the practice squad, then elevating him to the roster, which means they have to cut somebody because the roster already has 53 people on. Oh, Adrian Ian Peterson. I mean, one of the goats. Number number five all time, gentlemen, with less than 500 yards to go to pass Barry Sanders, who there are a bunch of you listening who grew up thinking Barry Sanders was the absolute greatest thing. Fantastic running back, Barry Sanders, and he has a chance to get him if he can compile a few yards this year. Man. Adrian Peterson. That was quick. So they, they did a workout already? Yeah. Or did he do a workout? Uh, hey, man, send us a video of you jogging. <laughs> hey, man, <laughs> send us a video of you, uh, like, do some starting and stopping. Have your kids throw you a couple of passes and uh, and just let us see that you're breathing. Like, put a mirror up. Don't don't just look at him with, without his shirt on because he's going to look like, you know, no, a statue. No, that's going to suck you in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's going to look like look. a statue. Yeah. But, I mean. It's a picture with your shirt off. I don't, I don't think he would be too much uh, worse than last year. They didn't even have him work out then, huh? Or did they? They said he brought him in for a workout, right? Well, Mike Rabel said today they knew something had happened last night. And I'm I'm paraphrasing. But Blaney basically said, yeah, we knew something happened last night and we'd have to get it fixed. So let's just say they knew last night he's going to be out for a while. So at that point, did they go in a room and, or get on the airplane and go, okay, who can we call? But, dude, it's – what time is it? It's 1.51 in the afternoon. Where is Adrian Peterson? I mean, where is he living now? I mean, a bunch of dudes live here. Maybe, maybe he lived here. That's a less oh, than 24-hour no, turnaround right there. Does, yeah, that's fast. That is fast. Yeah, I don't know where he lives he now. He must have had his agent on speed. I don't maybe even know if Henry got agent. hurt 24 hours ago. <laughs> well, because, I mean, noon game, and it's one fifty on a Monday. I don't even know if it's been 24 hours since the injury happened. Oh, well, it yeah, was in the afternoon. Close. So, I mean, yeah. they, they probably knew before they let the public know. So, they probably knew something was up immediately after the game, after he did an MRI or something. And now they're saying, oh, well, let's confirm it with another MRI that's here in Nashville. But they knew he was going to be out for a little while. So, whether it was two games, one game, or, or eight games, uh, they knew he was going to be out. Man, so this-, this was their contingency plan. They called his agent probably immediately. Well, I wonder who his agent is. One of his agents, same agent as uh, J.R. or Vrabel. <laughs> it could be, for I mean, sure. Because that happened so fast as you guys are talking. Wow. That game didn't end until like 3.30 because it went to overtime. Yeah. It's one fifty-two. Yeah. So you, you got to get in the locker room. You know, it, it, you got to speak to the media. Vrabel did that. I'm, I'm sure John Robinson and all those guys were – as soon as they saw what happened, they have to start looking through their Rolodex, you know, and their phone and say, okay, what, what can we do? Who can we get? But that's a, my gosh, that's a fast turnaround. But they didn't have to trade anybody. They'd spent no trade capital. They're signed to the practice squad first, which honestly, I'd have to look, but I, they would have to have 53 people on the roster. So some dude's about to get summoned to the office. Uh, so you can make room for Adrian Peterson. Sergeant. Probably. Because he hadn't played yet, and they keep, you know, cutting him. Putting him on the practice squad, yeah, still not dressed. I mean, man, 
So you're just an insurance policy. Adrian Peterson. Wow. So we were talking about him, yeah. In a Titans uniform. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm not surprised at all. He wore a Detroit Lions uniform. So <laughs> it doesn't get any lower than that. <laughs> it doesn't get no lower no, than that. Redskins. Well, football team yeah. now, but he was a Redskin. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, yeah, uh, I, they brought me in when I was a free agent after the Titans got me up. Yeah, I sat down with dinner with Hugh Millen and everything. And I'm just like, Detroit Lions in my mind. I just could not grasp it. Was this after you tore your abductus longest or before you went to Philly? Oh, before I went to Philly. Okay, all right. Yeah, so that I was like, I just could not. You could have played they, on Thanksgiving. They, they offered a good deal, and I just kept saying, yeah. <laughs> this is like you're at the end. <laughs> no. Man, even then, the Lions was a bad destination. Yeah, right? it was. You could have played on Thanksgiving, <laughs> Blaine. I could have watched even, you on Thanksgiving. I don't even remember who the quarterback was. <laughs> we have to look this. Scott Mitchell, I don't know. We have to look this up. No. <laughs> All right. Hour number two coming up. Dan Orlovsky. <laughs> John Glennon coming up. Uh, we will get back to phones. We'll do it in the first segment of the next hour, I promise. So if you're on hold, hold. We will get to you. Mark Spain Real Estate Hotline. We'll be right back.